Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified Voice America Influencer Channel. We are brought to you by the Red Carpet Connection, the Umbrella Syndicate, and of course, the Keith Smiley Movement. Great show we have here today, and special thanks to Eric Swanson with Habitude Warriors for helping us connect to so many great people. We've had a lot of his leaders and speakers on our show, so Eric is going to be on next. And Andrea, if you'd please give a brilliant intro and bring him on. Absolutely. Eric is a leading professional speaker and a success coach. He has been making a huge name for himself, assisting people throughout the U.S., Canada, and Europe overachieve specific goals in business and their personal lives. He's in great demand, speaking on an average to more than 50,000 people per year. You heard me correctly. That's a lot of people in various industries and careers. He's both versatile in his approach and effective in facilitating a wide array of training topics. He has shared the stage with the talented and famous speakers such as Brian Tracy, Jack Canfield, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, and Jim Rohn, the late Jim Rohn. These real-life experiences have molded him into the most amazing connector and speaker that he is today. And as the president and CEO of Universal Seminars and Habitude Warrior International, he provides training to corporations and individuals throughout the world. Such a pleasure to have you on, Eric. Standing ovation to you. I'm standing right now. Woohoo! <laughs> Do not stand and drive. <laughs> you know, Eric, I want to say something that there's so many speakers, even up to today's technology and get on big stages, that vomit on their areola just before they get on stage. What is your secret to staying so calm before you get on stage? Oh, man, I, I just think of you, Ken. I'm like, you know what? What would Ken, you know, you know the WWJD? Well, I put on a bracelet, what would Ken do? WWKD. That's what I think of. God bless you for that. <laughs> You're a trip, man. I got to tell you, when we were at events together, I have just another level of fun with you. I mean, it goes to 11, quite frankly. I didn't want to share that on the air, but it does. It goes to 11 when I'm with you. <laughs> Remember that book throw? <laughs> God, that was the best. And it was, uh, what was it? What was the title of that book? It was. So. I, I think it was like flying through success or something. <laughs> No, it was trajectory. It was no, it was, it was trajectory. It was trajectory. Um, yeah, something to your trajectory, and you said, you know what? Get a picture of me with this trajectory, and you <laughs> let it go. And you know what I love about it is that you had the sense of humor, but you also had the care. You're like, that's not going to make anyone mad, is it? Because we're just having fun. I go, no, 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 we're just having fun. So. <clears throat> Who is Eric Swanson? I got to tell you, all the years I've known you, all the events I've run into you, I've never heard your story about when you, you know, first came out of the womb and what you said. Well, my first, my first, um, my first words <laughs> were, um, were, uh, is this mic on? That was uh, my first word, uh, my first few words. It was really strange. Like they knew I was going to be a motivational speaker. Uh, I was. Awesome. Uh, let's see. My my story is I grew up in uh, Washington D.C. area, and that was a lot of fun. And um, got bullied a lot. Not many people know that. And in fact, I should start talking about that a little bit more. Uh, nowadays, it's really, uh, really important, I believe, to, uh, is, to voice is that. Is that why you bully so many people now? 
Yeah, I give it back now. So it's all about giving back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. That's why. That's why we developed something for you know non-bullying for kids. You know, for our junior junior happiness warrior program. But yeah, so I got bullied when I was a kid, and you know they they just um, I don't know. I made a decision like in between in between my my sophomore year and junior year of of, uh, high school. I made a decision to just change, you know, and, and the reason why is I changed high school. So I went from, you know, Washington, D.C. area up to uh, Vermont, and, uh, and I decided, hey, look, if nobody knows me in this new new school up in Vermont, I'm just going to change my persona, and I'm going to be the cool kid instead of the, the bullied kid. So that's what happened, and uh, yeah, that's what, that's what happened from my the womb to high school. There you go. <laughs> So Vermont is where you learned to professionally ski, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, professionally for one week. Yes. <laughs> if you know my story, if you guys know my story, yeah, I was on a ski team for about one week. I wouldn't call it professional at all, but it was uh, it was pretty fun. But yeah, so Vermont, if you haven't, if you um, haven't on the seen ice, Black Diamond, I was just going to tell our audience if you have not seen Eric speak. This is a highlight for me, at least, and so many others, that when he shares the story of his gregarious willingness to be playing full out on the ski slopes. And if you want to, Eric, you can just give a, a little synopsis of it. And we also want to let them know where he could hear it next. Yeah, of course. Uh, so let's see. My, uh, well, I don't want to give the whole, the whole ski slope. I know, I'll tell I know. You, just I'll a just synopsis, the, just a quick synopsis, a teaser. Yeah, I'll just tell you the sort of, uh, exactly, I'll just tell you the premise of it. So basically, I, I really wanted to get into a, a school, um, college after high school, that all my friends were going to. And this is in, uh, in Vermont, it was in the Northeast. If, you know, if you're familiar with it, it was University of Vermont, the business and communication school. And I couldn't get in because... Well, everyone wanted me to get in except for one major thing, what were my grades. So I couldn't get in <laughs> because of uh, my grades. I'm, I'm thinking, what am I going to do? And a buddy of mine said, you know, uh, that guy over there, he's, his, his father is the dean of the school you're trying to get into. I'm like, well, that's simple. I'll just, you know, get to know this dude. You know, how do I do it? So, uh, so I figured out a way to get to know that guy, and, and that took me to the ski slopes of Williston, Vermont, for night skiing, and it took me on to the ski team for one week, and uh, basically almost broke all my bones in my body. But I got in the school, so you got to come check it out, and uh, you'll 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 go down the black diamond, triple black diamond slopes with me on this on the speech that I deliver. And and I love hearing it every single time. You add a little spice to it each time. It must be the creative juice is going and just remembering new, new ways of telling the story. So that, that's really cool. I want to ask a little more about your childhood. What was it that happened in your childhood that, uh, besides the bullying that caused you to kind of be the person you are now? Oh, uh, that's an interesting, uh, uh, question. So somehow I, I had this entrepreneurship in me and I'm not sure how it happened, but it just, it just sort of, just sort of started years and years ago when I was in, uh, junior high school and my cousin and I um, he, he's from Nicaragua and he used to live with us um, because well Nicaragua had you know, a lot of turmoil and the war and everything was going on so so he came to live with us um, during junior high and high school in um, in Rockville Maryland area Bethesda area so long story short we um, <clears throat> we grew up together as sort of brothers and and uh, and we just wanted to make money and just like you know we wanted to buy that latest Cindy Lauper tape, you know, uh, or, uh, 
or Van Halen tape. Uh, you know, the, remember the cassette tapes? So there oh, was the you best. Know, $9 each. Yeah, nine ninety nine, or, you know, if you wanted to get the, the, uh, the really cool edition, it's like $14 or something. So we're like, what are we going to do? Let's make some money somehow. So, so we decided to go ahead and, um, and, and do different, different odd jobs, you know, like, like mowing lawns. And, and uh, I, I came up with this really weird thing. I don't know what. I can't believe I'm thinking about it now. Uh, those, uh, those little buttons, uh, like, like you could put a photo in a clear button, uh, like a, I don't know how you call it, a button, right? I mean, the button's like three inches in diameter. Though. So you put it on, you know, you, 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 you can put it on your, your jacket or something like that. And all these, like, all these girls like to put, like, photos of that themselves, you know, hanging out and so forth, you know. And, and uh, so it was, it was like kind of a cool little thing. So I decided to go ahead and, and make a business out of it. So it was great. You know, I'd make them for, like, a dollar, and, and, uh, and, and they would pay, like, $5 each. So I was making, like, tons of money. Uh, you know, I was walking around in Armani suits in, in junior high. No, I'm just kidding. I, don't, I didn't do that. But then, uh, then in, in, in uh, the uh, mowing lawn business, I decided that I got really smart there. I said to myself, okay, well, I'm going out there and I'm spending, you know, two hours, you know, an hour, 45 minutes to an hour to, to mow someone's lawn and I'm getting, you know, $15 or $10, whatever it was. And then I decided, you know what I'm going to do is instead of lugging this, this mower around myself, because that took the longest time to get from, from, uh, from property to property in Bethesda, Maryland. So I decided, I, I said to myself, okay, well, I'm going to hire these littler kids, you know, younger kids. Uh, they were just a couple of years younger than me. I'll pay them ten bucks. I'll charge the, the the owners fifteen dollars. I'll get five dollars on every lawn. I won't even mow the lawn, and I'll have the owner provide the lawnmower and the gas. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> and uh, and so it, was an it, it was just the entrepreneurship. Yeah. And how old were you when you did that? Oh man, I was. I started doing that when I was twelve, thirteen years old. Yeah, my, my son, who's six, wants to open up a lemonade stand. And I think what you're doing with Habitude Warrior for Kids is just such a big game changer. And I'd like to divert to that right now because at every event you do, you're really bringing the family unit together and helping them make better decisions for raising their kids. So would you speak on that? Yeah, absolutely. So we have something within our Habitude Warrior conference community and what it is is uh, we, we allow the parents to bring two kids to the, the junior Habitude Warrior, which is basically Habitude Warrior for kids. And the kid, um, the age group is from 7 to 17, although we, we may be altering that a little bit. We're, I think we're going to have, we're going to change that to, uh, um, you know, 7 to about 15, and then we'll, we'll have maybe a, a little, little bit um, more of an advanced uh, program for the 16, 17, 18-year-olds. But right now it's from 7 to 17. And what we do is we, we teach them confidence, leadership, and personal development for success and non-bullying's in there as well. And these are, Ken, really things that, that we find that the, the school systems these days don't really teach our kids these days, you know, on really bettering themselves, you know, I mean, learning all those, uh, you know, the math and all the different things of it. It's awesome. It's needed. But what's really needed, I believe, is, uh, people skills and um, and etiquette etiquette skills, you know, and and uh, I just think that a lot of children are growing up these days without without these amazing values, you know, these classic awesome values, and helping people rather than hurting, you know, hurting themselves really. 
So it's just a program that we put together a few years back, and it's really taken on some big legs. And people love it, as, as, you, as you said. Did, did you have one of your, your children come through our program yet? I want to. He's six. But what I th- want to thank you for personally is you told me that I was so mature and juvenile that I would actually qualify on my the, my my acting the way I yeah. acted. And so you let me yeah, do it. Your grandfather, <laughs> <too. laughs> grandfather did, brother. Yeah. What's cool is actually when when you're when the children go through our program. So when it's supposed to be from from seven to seventeen is the age group right now, and when they go through our one day event. Uh, what's cool about it is all of our speakers that are famous, awesome, motivational, and inspirational, and really just leaders in the in the world, uh, they speak to the kids as well. So through that one day, um, the kids are, are really uh, exposed to some greatness. And then after that day, they get certified that day. And what what's really neat is when they turn 18 to 21, they get to come back to facilitate towards the other children. And then when they turn 22 onwards, like yours and my age, right, uh, Ken? 22 yeah. onwards, then they get to come back to uh, to the whole three day event for lifetime of uh, lifetime membership for our Habitude Warrior Conference, whether it's a two or three day event. So it's pretty cool. It's very cool, and I want to uh, acknowledge you in several aspects. One is you really stay in touch in a way that I don't really see a lot of uh, event hosts do, and you're in contact with me with Marco Polo, Facebook, text, and everything, and you, you really um, show the, that you care about friendship and you care about growing a relationship, and every time there's a Habitude Warrior, I've always appreciated that you've given me an opportunity to participate and bring value to it and partner with it any way I can, and also, you understand media at another level. Your marketing ability and your understanding of bringing video and photo and social media in. I think is the game changer for why Habitude Warriors has been so successful. And you have a gentleman, William Burdine, who has been just glued to Habitude Warrior, and you allow us the opportunity to enhance the event. And I want to thank you personally because you are a person that brings a lot of smiles to the world. And the fact that we can focus a little more on that aspect, I can't wait to share this story from the radio show, but more importantly, your journey of how you created your WHO in a Keep Smiling book. So thank you for what you've done for the Keep Smiling movement as well as me personally. Absolutely, man. Thanks for, for saying that. That's really kind of you. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. So when did you come up with the Habitude Warrior? It's it's like, to me, it's like the Prius, not to put down, it's a Maserati Prius, okay? It's a hybrid in that you took all these great ideas, TED Talks and Secret Knock, not everyone knows about Secret Knock, but all uh, your Brian Tracy experiences, all those experiences, and you turned them into this very powerful 33-speaker, uh, explosive, content-driven uh, leadership style. How did you come up with that? Oh, thanks, man. Well, I just, um, you know, I just kind of took a lot of the things that, that we, we, we all are doing in different events, and I went ahead and, um, and decided to go ahead and put them all together. That's, just, that's essentially what I did. Um, I, I just I, I saw a lot of things that were really great in the industry, and and then I saw a lot of things that I would change, and I would just simply just just tweak a little bit, and that's how it um, you know kind of uh, uh, merged into into a great event, really. So I appreciate you saying that, and it's um, I learned a lot from from one of my main main mentors is Brian Tracy, and. And the way, would you like me to share the the, re, or the, the, the genesis of the uh, the name Habitude Warrior? Would you like me to share that I story? W- 
I wouldn't one second. I just want to add a little more to that. Uh, what the audience may be missing that you're not addressing from a humble standpoint is that this is an adrenaline rush for three days where you get to see 33 speakers. And if you have ADD, you're not going to have a problem. It is full juice. They have a time. They have a time limit that can be on stage. They have to bring sometimes a lot of speakers. Eric, I know that you will laugh about this. Is they say I normally do this in two hours, and I have 15 minutes to give you the gold nuggets, the juice. And and the other aspect I love is that you bring so many authors that are speaking on stage that get to share their work, and you give the uh, audience an opportunity to connect with the author with a book signing event. And every time I've been part of that, I've connected with the audience at a whole other level. And a lot of people think these. Uh, this book signing stuff is really um, – it's a way of the author actually looking kind of good that they have a book or anything. But this is their opportunity to really connect with the audience and have the audience stay in their uh, the conversation with them. So go ahead and talk about how the Habitude Warrior name came about and also the, the philosophy of it. Yeah, so to dovetail on what you just mentioned, yeah, thanks for, for mentioning all that, that – the, the fact is, our event is very, it's similar to other events in certain aspects, but it's very different in other aspects, um, like you just mentioned. So the, um, the, the really great differences are the fact that we have, um, usually we have a three-day event with 33 different speakers that are leaders in their, you know, experts in their field, and very sought after, and, and truly sought after, by the way. I, 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 it's one of my pet peeves when somebody says, oh, this, this person is really sought after, and yeah, you're like really are amazing leaders that that will will shine and and share, um, not sell but share, you know, with audience members. And then what, what I do is it's all TED Talk style presentations. So like you mentioned, you know, some of these speakers speak for two two hour workshops or three day workshops, whatever it is, and they're condensed down to a TED Talk style. So it's snippets of amazingness, and those um, those time periods are you know, anywhere from 12-minute spots to 15 to 18, sometimes 22. And then we have about three or four speakers that uh, I allow having, you know, 45 minutes on, on the stage because they're my best friends. So, <laughs> so long story short, and, and we have a two-year waiting list to get on our stage because that's what we do. So what's really neat is um, all, all of uh, the speakers stay for all three days. So we, we actually, we used to ask this. Now we pretty much require it. So if you're going to be on our stage, then we want you there. We, we don't want you flying in and flying right out. And we'll make a few exceptions every now and then because of certain speakers and their schedule. But 99% of them stay for all three days, and they're right there in the audience as well, <clears throat> which is really neat because then you're looking at, you know, you're, you're an audience member. Hey, let me ask you this. <clears throat> Have you ever been to an event before where the speaker gets rushed up on stage uh, they, you, you see them way over there, the lights are on them, the, you know, and so forth, but the, you, they're very untouchable. And they speak for their, their time period, which is great, it's awesome, but then they get rushed right out of that room and then you have to buy another $1,000 pass to get into the other room to get the, that photo. So, so we, we don't do that. We, you know, when you buy a ticket to our event, you're at our event, you're our community, you're, you're our, you know, we do a three-day and sometimes people are like, no, we want Sunday as well. <laughs> they want a four-day. I'm like, no. <laughs> So they, they just don't leave. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so anyway, well, that's that's once you uh, once you take an uh, we'll take an opportunity, Eric, to take an opportunity to share a couple of the big speakers you've had on stage. You've certainly had plenty of them. Frank being one of my favorites. Yeah. So yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure all of your audience members know. You know, the 
the founder of Make a Make a Wish Foundation, Frank Shankwitz. So he's uh, he's amazing. He's he's actually right here in my in the car right now. Frank, you want to say hi? No, I'm just kidding. He's not right here. So <laughs> so we got Frank, we got Frank Shankwitz. <laughs> he's amazing. Great story. You know, we um, we sometimes bring uh, boxes of Kleenex to the to the audience when Frank speaks because it's so moving. Uh, we have people such as Brian Tracy. He's my mentor. He's coming up on uh, at the um, at the event coming up at the Legends Tour in October, coming up in California with me. Uh, we've had uh, Les Brown. We've had Jim Rohn in the past before he passed away. Um, we've had people like Dennis Waitley. You know, Dennis Waitley is coming up. Uh, he's he's awesome. He's the uh, uh, performance coach for NASA. He's uh, amazing. Uh, who else? Sharon Lecter, of course, my dear friend. I call her my seminar girlfriend because she she and I go to all these seminars, all these events, and we speak in so many different events uh, together. And she's she's such a fan favorite. Uh, Laura Langemeyer from The Secret. A lot of you know her, probably. Um, who else can I? I mean, I, there are 33 speakers. And here's the thing, Ken. Oh, of course, Ken Rashawn and Andrea. Well, Adams, Tim Connors. How about Tim Connors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, Tim Connors was like, oh, this this guy. I got to tell you. Oh, I heard actually. I heard a rumor he, he might be on the on the show today. Is that is that right? Is that correct? <laughs> because, and, and Eric, he is. He is. And Eric, because of you, thank oh, you very awesome. much. Super high quality Pardon? guy. Thank you. I was saying because of you, and only because of you, do I know Tim. And that's the difference that. People don't realize when they go to a Habitude Warrior event, they meet one person, one extraordinary person. Their life could change, and you bring that all the time. So thank you. Oh man, thanks for saying that. Yeah, Tim's great. I got to tell you a story about Tim. So, so we, we, I met Tim because I was on a stage um, with another Habitude Warrior conference rock star uh, speaker, Jonathan Sprinkles. So Jonathan Sprinkles is a great friend of mine, and and he's he's just amazing, and he runs a speaker conference over in um, Houston. So I was speaking on that stage, and because of, of Jonathan, I met Tim Connors. So Tim ended up uh, going ahead and, and purchasing one of our packages, Mastermind, and, uh, and, and included tickets to some of our events. And, uh, and I found out that Tim is just, uh, just an amazing, amazing individual and, and uh, just such, a, tr- such a, a pleasure to meet him and get to know him and become friends with him and of course, I'm not going to steal his story. I'm sure if, if he's coming on a little bit, I'll, I'll let him, you know, have his uh, his time on, on the radio. So, so the um, so yeah, so we have people like Tim Connors, and um, I mean, I know I'm missing a lot of different individuals, but just uh, it's it's awesome. I mean, Kevin Harrington, he's a fan favorite as well from Shark Tank. So um, there you go. And the well, let's let's go the, ahead and uh, talk about how you came up with yeah. the event name because I I interrupt you sure. so many times. So go with that. No worries, and I'm sorry about the, uh, the the noise factor. I'm I'm in one of my my vehicles right now, driving from from one place to another. So sorry about that. Um, hopefully, you guys can still hear me okay. Yeah, but you're going to so Think and Grow Rich. The, you're on the Think Grow Rich tour, and that's where you're driving, yeah. right? I am. Yeah. So I'm in uh, I'm in between Think and Grow Rich and some of my Habitude Warrior conferences, and the Think and Grow Rich tour with John Shin. Uh, Legacy Tour, it's awesome. Oh, by the way, Don Green. We've had Don Green on our stage, too, the president of Figure and Hill Foundation. So, yeah, I'm on, the, uh, I'm on the tour, and definitely you guys should check that out. I just finished Chicago. I'm heading down to St. Louis right now in Kansas City to do some private coaching, and then I head out, off to uh, San Diego. San Diego's coming this week. Um, 
I can't remember the dates. I think it's the 24th and 25th. So if you guys want me to give the uh, website, let me know a little bit. But the, the I, name I of the, the Habitat Warrior, you do? Okay. Um, well, I'll give it to you right now. So it's, it's uh, let me see if I can remember it. <laughs> I think it's www.tgrworldtour. Gosh, I hope I have that right. Um, TGR, you got it right. Grow yeah, that's right. I do? Okay, yeah. great. So tgrworldtour.com. And then just click on San Diego, of course, because that's coming up uh, shortly. It's coming up on uh, uh, Friday and Saturday this week. So if you guys, I mean, if you want to see, if you want to be part of the Think and Grow Rich Legacy Tour, like the, the first of all of its kind, it's amazing. Be there. It's going to be on fire. It's, it's awesome. And my, uh, my code, if you guys want a discount or whatever it is, uh, and you get some extra bonuses and some books and all that, just use Habitude Warrior. And that's Habitude, which is habit and attitude put together, H-A-B-I-T-U-D-E, and then Warrior, W-A-R-R-I-O-R. And that's it. That's the code that you'd put in to get an extra bonus or whatever it is. So there you go. And tell John Shin that uh, Mr. Awesome sent you. So the, um, it would be funny if, Ken, you and I asked another question right now before I give you the reason why Habitat Warrior came around, the name. Bring <laughs> like it. We've, we've interrupted, <laughs> we've interrupted, uh, we've interrupted no. our, our name, the genesis of this name, like seven times. I love it. No, so seriously, I do have one more question, way, and this, this question is very <laughs> yeah, important. exactly. <laughs> Eric, I want to know, what is your third favorite color? Because we cannot really go to Habitat Warrior genesis yeah. until we know that. Yeah, I, I like I like the uh, the third one is green. Yeah, awesome. My third All right, proceed. Color is green. Yeah, black, <laughs> black and black and red are my first uh, two. So let's see, Genesis of uh, Habitat Warrior. So here's the deal: I was sitting with this gentleman at an event one time in Houston, Texas, years and years ago, and I was working with Brian Tracy at the time, and um, and and this gentleman asked me. He says, "Hey, what are you doing? What do, what do you do? You know, what are you doing, Eric?" And I said, well, I'm the best salesperson for Brian Tracy ever. I'm the best. You know, I was really motivated and, and, uh, you know, really excited about it. And he goes, oh, okay, that's great. What do you really want to do? And I thought about that. I'm like, that's a really good question. And I walked away, and then the lunch break came, and I thought during lunch, and I came back to him, and I was about to give him the answer, and then I ran away again because I was really scared of this individual because he's really, really well-known. And a, and a leader. His name's Jim, by the way. I'll tell you who it is in a second. And, uh, and I got kind of scared, so I walked, walked away again. And then I came back again. And I said, I said, Mr. Roan, so it was Jim Roan. I said, Mr. Roan, I, I, I think I figured it out. And he's like, what's that? I said, I want to help people with their habits and their attitude. And I want to I change my habits and attitude on a daily basis. And he said, that's awesome. He says, he says you should put that together. So I literally put the, the words together. I don't think he meant to put the words together, but I did. So that's why <laughs> that's how Habitude came around. Well, I, I love your event. Can you tell people how they can come to the next event and what the website is so they can go to all the events? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go with HabitudeWarrior.com. That's the easiest way to get to our events. And um, just let us know that Ken and... Andrea sent you, and we'll, we'll, we'll set up something. Uh, you know what I've been thinking about doing, Ken, is setting up like a VIP lifetime membership. 
so that they can, you know, they pay like a thousand bucks and they get to go to all of our events for a lifetime, something like that. I want to, I want to develop a community like that. I think it'll be pretty neat. And if well, you want to check me out, yes. uh, any of my, any of my speaking engagements, uh, just go to awesomeswanson.com and that'll bring you to all the social media platforms. Uh, like Ken, I'm a big proponent, um, of, I encourage people to make it simple for people to find you. So my favorite word is awesome, and my last name is Swanson. So go to awesomeswanson.com. That'll point you in all the directions you want to go to. Awesome. Was that good? Was that on cue? Because <laughs> I remember someone awesome. said something like uh, it was uh, extraordinary or excellent, or you're like, uh, duh, it's awesome. It's awesome. So um, <laughs> first of all, that is very smart of you to create a lifetime because the things most people miss is that when they go to a, a one-and-done kind of transactional mentality of I'm going to go to this event, I'm going to make my life change. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it actually is a complete habit that you have to create. So going to, I think you should go to 45 Habitude Warriors before you actually resign yourself to not going again. Do you agree with that, Eric? <laughs> That's right. And then and then you can have, I'll make it a all, um, a, a, instead of a lifetime pass, it'll be a soul pass. What that means is after you, you know, pass and retire, we're still going to do them. It's going to be the Habitude Heaven uh, tour. It's going to be awesome. So we'll see you up there. We'll have JC on that. We'll have, like, God. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. <laughs> so there's you know, a, Jim Rohn, another gentleman. There's Jim Rohn. There's Zig Ziglar. Is Jesus coming? Yes, he is. He's, he's coming in. He's, he's just making a quick appearance. <laughs> well, I, I do want to acknowledge you for another person, actually, uh, before we close to the segment. Tucker Bearden was a person that I met only because of you as well, and he just had his book launch, uh, the Key Smiling book. And his story is, it is extremely depressing, first of all, and then it's absolutely motivating that he overcame all these outrageous bullying. I mean, people trying to blow him up, light, light him on fire and stuff. It's, how do you meet these people? Because I'm just blown away by the, the quality of the leaders that you attract to your event. You know, that's interesting you say that. So what I do is I speak on a lot of stages and always, and I learned this from, from uh, the past president of NSA, National Speakers Association. His name's Jim Cathcart. And this gentleman is awesome. I mean, you're talking about a legend. He's, he's one of them. And Jim's a great, great friend, dear friend of ours. And, uh, and what he taught me to do was to always seek out opportunities to learn. Even if you are one of the experts in that field, Make sure that you're always open and in tune to learn and to grow and to seek out opportunities to meet different people that are really going to bring awesomeness to the table, whatever table you're bringing that to. So I was at a, uh, another event, uh, Manny Lopez, shout out to him. Um, that's how I met uh, Tucker Bearden is through, I was speaking on one of Manny's events called Cervex, and, and I, I saw, you know, 20 different speakers, and all the speakers are great, you know, they're, they're, they're good, right? But there's a few that always stand out, and Tucker was one of those that stood out, and immediately I went up to him and I said, hey, here's my card. Do yourself a favor. Call me because we, we need to chat. Uh, let's sit down, have a nice tea, and, and, um, and chat it out and see if we can help each other. And, um, and yeah, he, he ended up coming to one of our events in, I can't recall which one, Scottsdale maybe or Houston or Dallas. I can't remember which I think it was one it was this past year. Was it Houston? Okay. He came to so. Houston and he blew us away. He was, I just gave him like a five minute, you know, chat time on, on stage 
he blew us away so much that I actually gave him the grandfather award where I, what I do is I give, I, there's only six people in the world right now that have this, this award where they, they are welcome to come on to Habitude Warrior Conference stage anytime, any place we are, anywhere in the world, forever. They're, they're grandfathered in. So there's only six people and he's one of them. And just uh, the audience needs to know I'm not one of them yet. I just because the audience always assumes that when you're saying six, I'm one of them. So I just want. <laughs> There's so, a lot of uh, people that are not one of them. I mean, I mean, we're looking at. Let me let me see if I got the six. Actually, I think there's a actually seventh that we just added. So there's Brian Tracy. Uh, let's see, Sharon Lecter, Laura Langemeyer, uh, Frank uh, Frank Shankwitz, um, Tucker Bearden, and Jason Freeman. And then we have um, Les Brown. So those are the seven. There's seven, actually. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm within 100 of getting there, right? Getting close? Yeah, 100,000, 100, 100, yes. 100, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was I'm funny. Kidding. That was so. Uh, before I hang up on you because of that, um, I just want to say your yeah, lunch. You your lunch is with all your down. speakers. You have a great way Sorry, of bringing your, your speakers out so they can actually share who they are. And it's probably one of the most valuable, I think, parts of the event for a speaker experience. So my phone cut out just a tiny bit. What was the last question? I said it wasn't a question. It was just a, a compliment to your speaker lunches where you're able to have the speakers share vulnerably who they are and connect with the other speakers. I think it's a very valuable aspect of the leadership experience and also the speaker experience. Oh, thanks, man. And I, I hope that Tim will uh, uh, share that story about uh, the speaker, VIP speaker lunch that we invited him to. And you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll stay on the phone with, with you guys and, and if, he, if he wants to share that story, that it's awesome. It was moving. Yeah. We had, we it's had, a connected We had 35 God. speakers, man. 35 speakers crying their eyes out like babies. It was awesome. So hopefully he'll share that story. Well, this is uh, Andrea actually connecting the dots of the entire experience. So we're excited to share the second segment. You want to hang in there. We'll be back in a couple minutes again. This is Ken Rashan with the Influencer Channel. Voice America, we are brought to you by the Keith Smiling Movement, the Umbrella Syndicate, Habitude Warriors, and, of course, we're going to even go with Big Events USA this time. So we'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, this is Ken Rashawn with the amazing Influencer Channel of Voice America. And you can tell this is a real show because there's sneezing and coughing and all kinds of stuff that happens during break. So we are excited to bring on our next guest. Eric gave an amazing first segment and a kind of an introduction teaser to what you're about to hear with Tim Connors. So, Andrea, if you'd please introduce our next speaker. We have Tim Connors. He's an inspirational speaker. He's a sightless visionary and America's ambassador of hope. With a cancer diagnosis, blind in 48 hours, a heart, lung, and kidney failure normally would end the life of most people, especially a 15-year-old. But for Tim, it was the beginning he never saw coming. From Boston Children's Hospital ICU to Mount Kilimanjaro, Tim shares the power to control our lives is in your hands, not in your circumstances. He's the author of It's Impossible Until You Do It. Tim provides the tools that he used to succeed over his adversary. adversity. His message has touched the hearts of billionaire entrepreneurs, NFL players, celebrities, educators, and students. Young and old, and the consensus is the same. When Tim talks, people listen. He's the winner of the Presentation Power Millionaire Dollar Panel Pitch Competition, recipient of the Most Outstanding Speaker Award at UCLA LEAP Program, and summa cum laude, a communications graduate from Ithaca College. And he demonstrates that when it means to live your life to the fullest, that you need to make a difference and redefine what is possible. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, Tim, this is uh, interesting because your first segment kind of took a little bit away from the second segment, but we did talk about you a lot. So I want to actually go right to the chase. So first of all, your reaction to the first segment. What did what did you hear that Eric said that you'd like to comment on? I mean, just all the opportunities. I mean, I've only known Eric, I mean, less than six months and his willingness to just open up and let people into his life and provide opportunities is just amazing. I mean, you can hear all this, but you can't capture what goes on at these Habitude events until you actually go. So he's offering these opportunities for people to get their special deals. So if you're listening, don't just be a listener. Be someone who takes action with this knowledge because that's what makes wisdom. It's when you put the knowledge into action and get yourself there. But again, he's such a mentor in my life, the way he's gotten to know some of the individuals that I would, you know, dream of meeting someday. Some, you know, I've gotten to meet, but still so much room to grow and having people like him to help guide me is just, just amazing. It's hard to put into words, honestly. Well, I actually want to say something about that because Eric did allude to this in the first segment and that was that you really stood out. And it's interesting. People come to events and like, three different ways probably. They come in a way that they're super hungry, they want to make a difference, and they're going to show up, and then they come as someone that's going to be kind of a hybrid. They're going to listen to the event, they're going to take notes, and they're going to attempt to take action. And the other ones are just kind of watchers. And I want to say that the way you showed up for Eric is why you have the experience you have and why we have you on the show, is you came there to make a difference in the world, and you came there because the difference was made for you in the world through all the things you do. So let's go ahead and talk about the impact that Habitude Warriors had on your life? Honestly, the connections I made at the Habitude Conference were great. 
I was laughing, you know, when Eric was talking about the two-year weight limit because I haven't made that list yet. I'll shoot for number eight. That'll be my next big goal. <laughs> but That's good. <laughs> I, uh, he said, you know, there's normally a two-year limit weight, and he's like, but I want to have you out as soon as possible. Sadly, I had to have some uh, surgery. I had to have a spot removed, so I wasn't able to make it out to their last event I could have attended, but I'm looking forward in the future. I've stayed in contact with a lot of the people, and some of the people include Andrea. Andrea, somebody, it's a funny story, honestly, because I didn't realize it, but we had met at Ithaca College when I was a freshman in 2014. She spoke at a conference that summer, but I didn't recognize her because I couldn't see her. And then we met at Habitude, and she went to put my number in her phone, and she says, Tim, why is your contact already in my phone? So she texts me, and, and I go, wait, I know who you are. And it says, Andrea, the woman who came to speak at Ithaca College. So it was just funny. We connected. Even funnier, Amazing. I talk about Laurel Langmire. I just found out last night before the show, I called Andrea right away. I'm like, no way. She spoke at the Leap Conference in 2015 that I was at at UCLA. I was going through different notes and things, and I'm like, is that what I thought I just read? So meeting these individuals that I sort of crossed paths with, but then all the amazing speakers, like Eric says, it's hard to do it all justice and just their willingness to not only meet and stay there the whole time, which honestly isn't the case everywhere. Normally people are in and out, like Eric says, but their willingness to stay connected with me. Some of them saying they want to help me be their first blind millionaire in some cases, and you know, the empowerment to help me bring my story to that next level is something that, I mean, you can't put a dollar tag on relationships. You know, I always say a million-dollar check or changing someone's life, changing someone's life any day, because that's what really makes life worth living is doing something positive with your life. And that's what gets you in the fast track, as it were, at Disney to go to the very front of the line, because Eric certainly has uh, a requirement of you following suit and doing what you're supposed to do to get into the the line to be on the stage. But you're someone that actually is creating such a massive impact in the world that it's not that you're cheating the line. It's that you're doing something so extraordinary that he's doing something extraordinary for you. It's not really an exception to the rule. It's an extraordinary aspect of, or an awesome aspect of who you are cutting to the front. And the audience needs to see you. What you shared at the lunch is really, as Eric said, a tearjerker, and it's connecting the dots of the entire show. And I was going to wait a little longer, but let's go ahead and share what happened when you found out Frank was at the event or how, how that all occurred. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm even shaking and getting the goosebumps right now thinking about it just because I, I normally speak and they're talking about cancer, losing my sight in about 48 hours, all these things at 15 years old. I normally can keep pretty composed in a lot of ways because I've talked so much about it, but when I learned Frank was there, who founded Make-A-Wish, I, I just lost it. I mean, I went up and before I could even start speaking, because Eric had given me the opportunity to speak to all the speakers at the speaker lunch, I, I just broke down and I was crying and said, if it weren't for that man, I, I wouldn't be here today. Because I personally got to receive a Make-A-Wish. And the person I got to meet on my Make-A-Wish is Eric Weinmayer. And Eric is completely blind and climbed the highest mountain on each summit, including each continent, each, highest summit on each continent, including uh, Everest. In addition, he solo kayaked the Grand Canyon. 
recently as his next big endeavor. And I read his book when I couldn't walk, when I had to spend a year in isolation, when I was not even eating, I was getting my food through an IV. And it was that that gave me the hope I needed in my life that I could go on. Because honestly, at that point, I couldn't see any potential for my life. And so with my make-a-wish getting to meet him, not only had I learned to walk, but I was in leg braces. But after talking with Eric on the phone and knowing I was going to adventure with him in six months, I said, Mom, I, I can't wear these anymore if I'm going to go do this stuff. So cold turkey, I stopped wearing them, even with my nerve damage and foot drop, and just learned to adapt and work with those things. And then I went on to do so many great things, participating in football, wrestling, and track in high school, going on to do a trek through the Grand Canyon in 2014, and then hiking Mount Kilimanjaro and raising over $20,000 for organizations that will go on to help others like me with either a disability or life-threatening illness. And just to think, none of that would have been possible with that wish or that connection if Frank hadn't done what he had done originally to start the foundation. And so, like you said, it was this connection where it just hit me so hard that how one person indirectly with not even knowing me could change my life. And I just got up there and really bared my soul. I know you noticed me trip even up a little bit like this because, again, it's so emotional to me to think about all of this and the connections. Like I keep mentioning, crossing paths, but... Again, it just was a really amazing moment. And thinking about all those speakers out there, I mean, these are the top speakers in the world, and they're crying and listening and wanting to come up to me and give me hugs and stuff afterwards. And then Frank saying, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter how old you get, but all wish kids, I got to get a picture with them with my cowboy hat on. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm laughing, I'm crying, but what a moment. And yeah. And, and by the way, by now. Yeah, by the way, you really did touch Frank. I, I've known him for three years, and he is a very genuine person. And there was no exception to the rule when he came and sat next to you and just wanted to be with you. You touched him on a humanity level. And I just saw uh, at church yesterday <clears throat> a message about grumbling versus gratitude. And it's it's really crazy. There, No matter how high up the chain you are as far as doing great in your life or how low you are, you can grumble or you can be grat- grateful. And you really caused everyone to tear up, I think, the most because of your quest to be someone that's going to make a difference in the world no matter what was holding you back. And I want you to go a little deeper as to the challenges. Can you share those challenges? Uh, as far as you know, the medical issues, the blindness, stuff I'm going to do in the future, what would you like kind of for me to share a little bit about, Ken? I'd like you to share a little more about what you had to overcome, the surgeries, you shared a lot of stuff that was holding you back and that continued to riddle you with how is this going to work and how is it going to happen? And you still made it happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking back to the intensive care unit with the heart, lung, and kidney failure. I mean, I had just gone blind that July. It was September now. And, I mean, I, I couldn't walk. And even today with doing Kilimanjaro, I still have foot drop. I don't have full control over my lower extremities. When it comes to regulating heat, which is one of the things you have to really be careful of when you're climbing is that you're regulating your body temperature, especially when you get in the higher altitudes and it gets cooler. Well, my body can't really do it on its own, which I know for my team, you know, it's a little hard. Luckily, my uncle is a doctor and he came on the trek with us to my mom. <laughs> she was very happy about that. <laughs> but, I mean, I still take probably over 20 pills a day 
And at one point, I probably had three pages of medicines and different things I was on. I mean, I still have to, you know, be very monitoring because I did have total body radiation. So the impacts of that, my adrenal insufficiency, where if I get in very, you know, emotional things, your body, you know, you get a cut, you fall down, you even get nervous to go up and speak maybe because you're on Eric Swanson stage. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, your body, it regulates, it produces, you know, cortisol in your body. Well, my body doesn't do that anymore because my glands were fried by all the radiation. So artificially, I take medicine to substitute that. But I mean, I was at the point where I was almost eight, multiplying by eight the dosage I was on on Kilimanjaro just to keep my body going. And wow. it's all these different factors that are always playing in that I always have to be careful of. So I know in a lot of ways we talk about in my life, you know, what are things people are thinking, you know, fresh out of college, what are the things that people are normally dealing with? and then adding those layers on top of it. And I can say, you know, my, you know, it might sound extreme for me, but I think we all deal with these things in our life that we think are unique and are special. And I think it's, you know, dealing with these hardships, it doesn't make them, I guess, any less hard, or it doesn't mean you can't have your off days, but it's realizing that I have so much to offer that not focusing on what you can't do but what you can do. And I know it's taken a lot of growing up early for me. I mean, a lot of people hear me speak. They think I'm in my 30s. I'm like, no, I'm just 24. And they Mm -hmm. go, no, you're messing with me. But it's taught me a lot at 15 to have to go through everything I've gone and come out like this. But, yeah, there's just so much going on medically. And, you know, but I know I've got such a support behind me that want to see me succeed, and there's such an impact I can make, and that's what drives me in the hardest times. Well, we want to make sure that we get some more information into our audience with a rapid fire, and I also want to make sure people can follow you. And I I just want to say very vulnerably, uh, when Eric brought me on the stage, even up to the last time, I usually projectile vomit right in my areola um, profusely before I even get on stage. So the fact that you're this brave to get on stage without all that vomiting is really saying something. Well, Ken, I got to let you know, it could be one person or 10,000. All looks the same for me. Cool. (laughs) Well, let's let people know how to connect with you. And also (laughs) what is the name of your book? Uh, The name of my book is it's impossible until you do it. It's on Amazon and you can definitely get a hold of that. I talk about my alive points in it. And that's adventure outside of your comfort zone. Live in alignment with who you are. Incorporate others in your life. View the world optimistically and experience the life you want to live. And it's those five points all together that have really helped me through my life. A lot of people talk about those world speakers on their stages and are the points that I really feel synthesized down with. If you take one of those away, you'll make your life way better. And you have Tim Possible, and we, we were going to go ahead and give some links, but we want to go to Rapid Fire right away. I'm not sure if Eric is yep. still on the line. Eric, are you there? I'm always here, man. What's up? Awesome. We're going to do some really quick questions. So uh, we're going to start with you, yeah, Eric, and then Tim's Tim. Amazing, and these are quick the questions, quick answers. Just, uh, go ahead. Can I jump in and just say, Tim, you're amazing. You're, you're, you're just awesome. Yes, he is. Well, you know, right, I, real, I took a chapter from your book, timconnors.com. It's simple. <laughs> well, we're going to do real quick questions awesome. and answers. So, a book right, to change your life. Erica, a book to change your life? Uh, Tim's book. Okay, Tim, a book to change your life. 
Touch the Top of the World by Eric Weinmayer. Andrea? I would like to know the song that you listen to to motivate you. Eric? Eric. Oh, man, to motivate me? Uh, I don't really have a go-to song. I I like Blurred Lines. I, I think it pumps me up. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Tim? Hall of Fame by the script. Okay, awesome. Uh, Eric, a quote you live by. NDSO. Stands for No Drama, Serve Others. Amen. Tim? Senior quote in my yearbook. Cancer may have taken a lot of things away from me, including my sight, but it will never take my vision. And Andrea, last last one. Um, What, if you had a superhero power, what would it be, Eric? Uh, I would be awesome, and I would be called Mr. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And Tim, how about you? (laughs) I would redefine what's possible in the world, and I might go by Tim Possible. (laughs) All right, (laughs) and the final question for me, Eric, what is the thing you want to accomplish this year? I didn't hear the question. What is something I want to accomplish this year? What is the, the thing you want to accomplish this year you've never accomplished? What is the thing that I want to accomplish this year that I haven't accomplished yet? Um, getting back to 190 pounds. I'm almost there. What up? God bless you. You are looking sexy, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Tim? You want me to answer after that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a tough I, one. I agree. <laughs> I, uh, I'd have to say, you know, it's, it's more the two-year, but biking across the country in 2020. All right, we have time actually for a real quick question. If Frank was to make a wish for you, what would the wish be? Eric? If Frank were to make a wish for me, what would the wish be? Yes. Uh, what I'm doing right now, he's already given me that wish. It's, it's changing people's lives. That's a beautiful answer. And Tim, you already got your wish, so we are good to go. So Eric and Tim, you've been amplified. <laughs> Tim, Tim doesn't get the an way, extra Tim doesn't get Tim, an extra wish. What happened there? Uh, Tim, Tim, you got robbed, you can, man. You get an extra wish. <laughs> Tim, quick question. Quick uh, wish. Quick. What is it? Uh, I was gonna say I've had mine and so I would offer it to someone else who needs it in their life. I see I knew he was gonna do that, Eric. I knew he was gonna do it. All right, you guys have been amplified. Uh, Thank you so much for spending an hour with us and actually educating our audience that gold nuggets, habitude, and also living a life you love is the answer. This has been brought to you by Big Events USA, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, and Keith Smiling. We look forward to being at the next Habitude Warrior to capture your smile. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.